What is up, everyone? This is Coach Austin here coming to you from Hyper Strength and Conditioning with your Nerd Out and Workout podcast. And today's episode is going to be the do's and don'ts of Japan. very own og members the castillo introduce yourself sir hey uh i'm castillo um i've been here with hsc since 2008 yellow pole and back everybody <laughs> um but yeah yeah let's 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 talk about some japan the john castillo so if you guys are tuned into this episode you have some inkling about japan anime and ramen or any of those in between maybe a gundam in there so Castillo just went to Japan recently. Yeah, we went in September. Uh, me and Amethyst, uh, my girlfriend. Um, but yeah, uh, girlfriend. it was a good. Uh, it was a good experience. Um, definitely uh, demystifying Japan. So is it really the anime haven that everyone thinks about? And it's like, oh my god, it's so bright and colorful and awesome, and I want to be there and live there. And you know what? If you go to the specific places for anime, like Ikebukuro or like Akihabara, then yeah, yeah, it's a Japan like anime capital of the world. But I mean, any place else in Japan is pretty much like a normal place. Like if you were to go to like San Francisco or uh, New York, it's just more people speaking Japanese. What airline did you use? We used okay, so. I think the initial hurdle for everybody is kind of the flight and, like, the cost of the flight, depending on where you go. We live in the Bay Area, and, you know, what you would normally think of a flight would be coming out of uh, SFO or SJC now, especially since they do direct flights through Japan. However, those tickets cost, like, $1,500 per person for a round-trip ticket from the Bay Area to Japan. Um, What we found a lot more uh, acceptable in price was going to LAX instead. Because uh, a ticket out of LAX for a round trip is like 700 bucks per person. So that's pretty much half of what you get in the Bay Area. So, you know, you just the extra cost of going from San Jose to LAX is, what, 200 bucks. Wait, so if I fly out the Bay Area, it's more expensive? Yeah. Like it's, double the money. It's way more expensive if you fly out wow. of the Bay Area. Um, yes, it's, it's nonstop round trip, um, but it's like 1500 bucks versus 700 bucks. So if you're paying, you know, a flight down to LAX and out of LAX you pay 900 bucks, you save – Almost six hundred, seven hundred dollars. That's why I always see those flights from Expedia. Yeah, where it so goes to LAX and then exactly, exactly. And LAX, honestly, LAX is not a bad airport, like uh, everyone says. Um, I mean, it, it's 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 pretty bad, but it's not <laughs> as bad as you you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that that's the initial hurdle that everyone has is like, okay, I'm gonna go to Japan, but you know, let's save up money. Let's save up money. But what we did was hey, let's go to Japan. When are we going? Let's buy the tickets. So we kind of just bought the tickets for maybe like two months in advance, which is probably not the best idea to do, but we did it just because we were like, okay, you know, let's just, you know, pull the trigger on this and then let's go to Japan. 
So we did that. And, you know, if you ever have any regret, like, buying a ticket, you have 24 hours from when you buy the ticket to get a refund. Oh, right. Okay, so if, if you if you pull the trigger and you feel regret, like, immediately, then you can refund <laughs> it. But after that 24-hour period, you're kind of screwed. So um, uh, You got it. You're, you're going. You're, you're going. going. You're going. So we waited, we waited that 24 hours, and we're like, ah, we're going. <laughs> so <laughs> so you went through Expedia? Or you, you did, like, you went on your own, did your own research, Japan Airlines. What did you do? I did my own research. So, okay. um, well, one, you take a look at Expedia, and then I took a look at um, the specific airlines um, that go there. So we, I, I took a look at uh, Japan Airlines, United, um, Anna Air. Um, but Japan Airlines was the cheapest. Um, it was operated by American Airlines, so um, we, we had to buy it through American Airlines, their website, which um, wasn't that bad. And their customer service is, is somewhat good online, so or on the phone. So you know, if I had any issues, I called them, and they pretty much helped me out. Um, How's and the food? The food, not great. Really? It's airline food. Oh wait, where in, in Japan or no, on no, the no, going? Yeah, going. Going on that. It's not that great. Um, it's it's airline food, so you know you get what you you pay for. Was it Japanese theme at least? Or um, like soup. Rice, yeah, it was like it was like uh, like pork and rice, like stir fry or something, like teriyaki pork, right? It's teriyaki pork, teriyaki chicken. Um, Yeah, so I mean that wasn't that wasn't too much of an issue. Um, It was like eleven hours, I think, to the Philippines. It's like fourteen hours, which is weird. So eleven hours straight from LAX. Eleven hours straight from LAX, and then return was ten hours, so it was a little it was a little faster. On the return flight, did you go back to LAX or you went back to? No, we went back to LAX. If you do if you if you do multi airport, um, it's a lot more expensive. So if you were to go, say, uh, to LAX, then to yeah. uh, Narita, and then from Narita to SFO, it's more expensive than just oh, a round trip. Yeah. yeah, just go mine as well. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then when you landed, you went straight to Disney Sea. Is that what God, I- no. No, 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 no. <laughs> so um, when we landed, um, I mean, if you were to look on, like, YouTube on how to travel in Japan, you notice, like, a lot of people have uh, different things to do right as you get to the airport. So when you when we got to the airport, what I wanted to do was, I one, I wanted to get our Suica card and Passmo card. Um, that's the, um, it's like a, a car that lets you ride the trains there, but you have to load money onto it. So you get past the turnstile, you, you, cl- you tap in, and then you can get onto any train. And then when you leave the train, you tap out. So it, it correctly takes them out the amount of money that you need to ride the train. So I wanted to get that. We had to pick up our Wi-Fi um, because our, we didn't have uh, any, like, internet plans while we were in Japan. So mm. we need to get a, a Wi-Fi, like, little Wi-Fi router or whatever. Um, we got that. And then we, I wanted to also get um, a limousine bus. So what that is is, like, um, at the airport. So we landed in Haneda. And the limousine bus is, like, 1,000 yen, which is roughly about 10 bucks, for um, a ride on a bus from the airport to uh, where your hotel is. Really? Yeah. So it was about a thousand yen um, was for it nice? each person. It was. I mean, it's a charter bus. So if you've ever oh. been on like a charter bus, it, that's what it is. So you ordered it before you landed? No, we landed and there was a counter there with um, oh. four buses, and then you just had to like let them know, okay, I'm going to this area. You know, how much is it? When does it leave? And then they direct you to where you gotta go. So we got on our bus. Uh, we got all of our stuff. We got our Wi-Fi. We got. Um, we did a money exchange. Um, they don't change coins, so when you're returning from Japan, make sure you use all your coins. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so then we got our we got our we got all our stuff that we needed at the airport, and then we got on the bus. Um, you know, we kind of just wanted to try every kind of like uh, transportation there was in Japan, so we did the bus first. Um, I know there's a train that takes you to Shinjuku where we were staying. Shinjuku. Yeah, we, um, but um, you know, we rode the bus. Uh, it dropped us off, uh, maybe like half a mile from our, our hotel. So we had to walk the rest of the way with your luggage, which is um, annoying. Well, I think it's annoying. I'd rather just you know get around unencumbered, but we had our, our baggage. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's uh, landing uh, right after the airport. Um, I wouldn't suggest going straight to Disney Sea unless you're staying there, um, because there's it, it's really complicated. Not complicated, but there's just way too many people um, for all the shit that you have to like drag around. Um, I say go get settled first and then relax, because <laughs> the whole like flying in an airline is it's stressful as fuck. Yes. Right. So. Weekend at Christmas? No. Yeah, hell yeah, oh, you okay. can. It's we stre- cuss it, in this podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We are honest people. It is. It's stressful as fuck to get around anytime if you're flying. But I mean, like to go to a place where one, you don't know the language; two, there's hella people; and three, like no one really cares that you're there. So if if you're if you're messing up their daily commute, they're just gonna like either walk around you, and you're gonna feel uncomfortable or anxious as hell. I heard they're very like they're a polite culture, but like they'll never be rude. But they will be like, what abrupt or very um, from, assertive? From what I understand is, if they don't have to deal with the like problem that is dealing with you, then they won't. Yeah. Or they'll really avoid it. Um, they they do this thing where they take both of their index fingers and make an X at you. If they one, they don't want to deal with you, or two, they don't like want to deal with foreigners. Um, yeah, but, like foreigners, they're like they're like it's like a big thing. Like it, it's like, a big no, thing. No, no. Um, I have a friend who lived out there for a couple years, and I, you know, I, I told her what happened, and um, she just said, "Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but you know, we just learned to avoid those places or avoid those types of people." Um, but yeah, they are very polite. Um, if they don't know how to speak English, they'll try to like pantomime it out to you, like, "Oh, you know, it's over here or over there." You just kind of try to read them. You know, um, I don't know that much Japanese. Like, I can, I can figure out some things when I'm watching anime or whatever. What's that but... term you told me earlier that we need? You need to learn this term. Oh, to... okay, okay. So the phrase is "ego o hanasemaska," and that is, "Do you speak English?" And uh, like, honestly, that was the phrase that I used the most. Anytime we went to like a restaurant or anything, it was like "ego o hanasemaska," and like they can either. If they know English, they'll speak English. And then if they don't know it, they'll kind of struggle with their way through. Like I had I, – I called room service one time, and, and they responded in English. I mean in English and Japanese. And I said, Ego hanasimasuka. And then the guy on the other end, he sounded nervous, and he said, Tsukoshi. And that is a little. So he knew a little bit. So I, I just took that as my cue to kind of stumble through what I needed him to, like, talk to me about. So, you know, I had – um, it was like a laundry service, right? Um, I, I didn't pack that much because I thought, you know, hey, um, I can find some place to do stuff um, and then, like, wash my clothes and whatever. Um, and uh, he understood what I needed, and he came to the room, picked up my shit, and then when we came back to our hotel, all of it was washed and folded, and it was on our bed. So oh, it was How cool. Much was that? Um, it depends on what types of things that you are washing. So I washed shirts and underwear. Um, it's a little weird having someone else wash your stuff, but um, – it was I, – I, I probably washed maybe, like, five shirts and, like, five pairs of underwear and then, like, a, like a sweater or something. And it was about 35 bucks, 50 bucks in that ballpark. Just – it depends on what you wash. How do you get to the Gundam? Okay. So um, the Gundam is located in Odaiba. It's by Diver City, which is – I think it's a mall over there. Um, so um, – the way we got to the Gundam was uh, we took a train to uh, from Shinjuku to Shiodome. And uh, at Shiodome, there's this monorail there. So you get on the monorail using your Suica card because you can just you know tap into whatever. So you're already getting paid for it. Um, and um, the monorail goes around Odaiba, which is kind of like this man-made island that they have over there. 
Um, and there's a lot of shopping, a lot of attractions there, maybe, and, like, um, Ferris wheels. It's kind of like, let's say, um, a downtown Disney, but it's, it's big, and people actually live there. Um, so um, we're on this monorail from Shiodome all the way to Odaiba, and there's one stop that stops exactly um, in front of where the, the Gundam is. So you just get Ooh. off and then walk down the stairs, and then you, you walk past this, I think it's like the Fuji TV uh, station. It's a, if, if you've ever seen Digimon, um, yes. it's that um, in one of the movies, there was this big building with a big ball in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. That's the Fuji TV studio. Um, and you, you can go there, and um, the Gundam's located there. Um, it's the Unicorn Gundam. So if you've ever seen, I think it's like Unicorn Gundam uh, MC or something like that. It's on Netflix, uh, but it's kind of boring. But the Gundam <laughs> is cool as fuck. Um, yeah, you go there, and it's a 30-foot, 30, 30 40-foot Gundam. Um, and then every 30 minutes, it transforms. So Shut up. Yeah, every 30 minutes, it transforms um, because it, Wait, I'm thinking about the model Gundam in Japan. You're talking about the Gundam in, the, in Netflix. Y- no, no, no. I'm talking about the model Gundam in Japan. It transforms? Yeah, it transforms. So if you go to the, the model Gundam in Japan in Odaiba... Um, it's the Unicorn Gundam, so it's all white, and it's got, like, a horn. It's not really a typical Gundam, because normal yeah. Gundams have that little V at the top yeah, of the yeah, forehead. Yeah. So every 30 minutes, it'll, um, there's this really big screen on the, on the wall of the Diver City, and then um, in front of it is the Gundam. And in the Gundam, um, it'll start playing on the, the screen, and then the Gundam will, like, parts of it will move. No way! So, like, the Unicorn Horn, the Unicorn Gundam will open up, and it's the typical Gundam V. And all its armor plates will slide up or down or open up, and then it'll change colors Shut depending up. on what's playing on the on the screen. So it'll turn red, blue, green, or whatever. I think it, it's it's a lot nicer if you go at night because you can definitely tell that you can see the colors. But it's a it's a big show. It's maybe like five to ten minutes long, but it happens every. I think at night it happens every thirty minutes. During the day, it's every hour. But it's definitely something to see. I mean, I wanted to see the the um, the original, the Arc seventy four seventy five. What? I forget the the original Gundam. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah uh, but I mean the Unicorn Gundam's it's five? it's impressive, especially since it transforms and there's a show every like every so often. So the original one's gone. The original one is gone. So you're wow. you're looking at the Unicorn Gundam. Um, you doesn't cost it. It doesn't cost anything to look at it because it's outside, and then you just you're you're standing there. There's a big platform there, so if you want to, you can pay to stand on the platform, and then and they'll take pictures of you with the Gundam. Um, and you won't see any like crowds or anything, but crowds do form around it. How much is that? To, to uh, put the I don't thing? know. I think it was like I think it was like uh, seventy five hundred yen. It's like seventy bucks. Yeah. I'm I could be wrong. I didn't check it out. I was when we went to go see the Unicorn Gundam. This was on day one, and we had gone to like three or four different wards in Japan. I mean, in Tokyo, and I was exhausted as fuck. Wait, what? So day one. Oh, wait, day one, okay, day zero, right? Day zero is when we landed, got to our hotel, and then we were, like, chilling. Day sure. one was, like, the first day where we were doing stuff, uh-huh. right? So we went to Asakusa, and that's the one with the um, the big gate, and it's, like, uh, traditional Japan, and you see all that stuff. It's really cool. Then my smart ass decided to walk all the way to Skytree, and if you, if you don't know, Skytree is maybe, like, 10,000 steps from there. I, I don't know. I'm exaggerating, but it was far. <laughs> it was far. Later, I found out we could have taken a train from Asakusa to the damn Sky Tree. So we walked all the way over there. <laughs> then we did Sky Tree um, during the day. During the weekday at like 11 o'clock, there's nobody there. So the, the big ass lines that you see on YouTube, not there. Um, we did Sky Tree, and then from Sky Tree, we took our train all the way to Odaiba. 
um, to the Maury Digital Art Museum. Oh, and wow. um, we did Maury for like three hours. We're walking around in this like museum of like uh, projectors or whatever. It's really cool, but we were there for three hours and I was tired and I complain a lot. Um, if you don't know me, I complain a lot. <laughs> he does, you guys. Because um, won't complain. No, well, it, it, I, I only complain. issues. Yeah, I will address <laughs> issues if it's surprise exercise. I don't like surprise exercise. How many miles did you walk? That's a good question. How many miles did you walk a day? A day? Uh, 17,000 steps to 20,000 steps per day. 17,000 to 20,000 steps per day, guys. Right. Don't People have goals at like 10,000 steps a day. And so you're going to be like breaking a, them. Yeah, you're breaking your goals all the time. You're, you're breaking your steps goals. You're breaking your like stairs goals. You're, you're breaking your walking goals, all the goals. You're breaking all of them. 20,000 steps. At Were least, you sore? Oh, yeah. I was sore. My, my plantar fascia is hurting all day, all the time, like oh, my shit. foot. Um, d- get good shoes. Have you been to New York? I have been to New York. So where do you walk more, New York or Jersey? Japan. Oh, oh Japan. Really? You walk in Japan more. The trains are more efficient, so you can get to more places. Uh, um, so I feel like you walk more in Japan. And and I think I think it's also like all the the city planning or whatever has been very optimized for people walking around. Oh, really? Yeah. So like big ass sidewalks. Some streets are closed oh. off. Um, all the trains are super efficient. Oh my god, the trains! You get on the train and then like less than a minute later, you're gone. You're already going. Really? The trains oh, are so nice. Oh, they're always on time, right? They're always on time. Always. Yeah. I always but then, they always talk about it, but I'm like, yeah, are they? Yeah, no. The trains sometimes it's like. Holy crap, there's way too many fucking people on that train. I'm going to wait for the next one. Next one comes, there's way too many fucking people on that train. And then I think halfway through, we're just, fuck it, get on the train. Like, you get uncomfortably close to some people, but it's like, you know what, they don't care too. And they're, like, quiet, so they won't talk to you unless you're doing something stupid. So it, it's, it's really nice. I wish we had trains like that here. Honestly, yeah, I, would rather, I would rather take trains than, than drive. We got Bart, so... <sighs> <laughs> monorail monorail so food wise you gotta tell us how the food was the food the food is great honestly like everyone there who serves food they're so proud of their food that like honestly you won't be disappointed i think if you are going to be disappointed it'll probably be in the convenience store food but the convenience store food blows our food our convenience store food out the water like, honest, like, every day um, I would go to the convenience store in the morning to buy, like, food to eat for breakfast just so that we can, like, carve up and, like, walk around or whatever. But everything there was amazing um, down to the convenience store food. What is it called? Like, the 7-Eleven? They have 7-Elevens. They have Lawson's, and they have, um, they have something else. I forget what it is. But it's – honestly, you go in, you get your food, and you're out. You can drink alcohol any time in the day, but, I mean, like, you just can't drink it while you're walking around. So, like, you could be outside, you could be outside and drinking, but they don't want you drinking, uh, walking and drinking or eating and, like, walking, right? Ah, okay. Right, so you, just, you see a lot of people stand outside the convenience stores, eat, and then, like, walk away. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, anime and stuff, so the first day we went to, oh, not the first, yeah, the first day we went to Asakusa, and then we went to Akihabara. Akihabara is, like, their tech capital of, of, of Japan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, we got lost around there, but there's this place there that serves this, um, it's like a roast beef bowl. It's oh. like, it's so good. It looks like a, a, a volcano of beef. Um, and then on the top, they have this like egg yolk that you just kind of like let lava down. Oh side. my God. So what are the, what are the names of these restaurants that you're naming? So um, this one was. This was roast beef Ono. Roast beef Ono. That's one. That's one. And it's right out, it's right outside the, um, the electric, uh, Denki Town Gate. So electric town gate for the JR, uh, station is right outside there. So you can find it, um. In like um, five minutes or whatever. Convenience stores. Convenience stores good. everywhere. Um, it, a lot of the stations have like little convenience store stalls. 
So like it's probably like the size of maybe like your little office area over here, and it's it's lined with food and like drinks and stuff. It's for people who you know going to work and coming back. And what is the best restaurant you ate there? Oh God, um, like we have to go there. Like if people are planning to go there for the first time in to Japan, Tokyo, Kyoto, wherever. I think the best, the best place that we went to was the ramen museum in Yokohama. Right, so it's it's maybe like a mile from the um, the JR station off the the Shinkansen station. So if you it's were to go ramen museum, uh, I don't know what it's called, but I all I know <laughs> is it's it's the ramen museum. Um, so uh, it's off it's off the Shin Yokohama station, and it's probably like a mile, maybe less than that, to walk to there. Um, and then it's this um, this big building, and then you go downstairs. So it's in a basement, and there's nine different. Um, ramen restaurants there. Um, Did they go like, Irashabase! Um, when you go inside each of the little stalls. Really? Yeah. So oh. they'll, they'll say that. They'll actually, uh, you know, welcome, whatever. Um, so the first one we went to was like an Okinawan um, ramen place. And like, I don't know what it was about the ramen in that specific spot, but like the broth was black and like um, the, the ramen noodles were thick, but it was probably the best like ramen or food that I I've had seen there. black, like, Black broth ramen. It, yeah, no, oh my God, this was amazing. Like this, really? this blew Ichiran out the water. No. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the Ichiran in Japan like shits on the one in New York. Well, I mean, yeah. So order hierarchy, the one in uh, the ramen museum like blows it out the water. I think. An Okinawa. Yeah, well, it's it's an Okinawan themed one. Um, <laughs> so uh, fun story. Um, when we went to the ramen museum, um, everything is in in Japanese, so you don't really, you don't really see much in English so we're kind of just like guessing on what to press on these like little machines so if, if you don't know um, when you go to ramen like most ramen restaurants in Japan they have these little machines outside their, their little shop and you pay your shop and they give you a little ticket and then you go in and then like exchange your ticket for your ramen um, so we went to there and then you know we bought our ramen and then we're sitting down at the first one there we wanted to try all of them right so we we bought our ramen we sat down and then they brought us a giant ass bowl of ramen and like, right after we were finished, we realized you can get half portions there. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, Right? So then we're like, damn it. We could have gotten a half portion. But, you know, I, I don't regret that at all because it was such a good like, bowl of ramen. And we went to the next one. So there were nine restaurants that we, we probably eat, ate at, like, two because we were just so full. So the but one in, is called Okin... It's, um, I don't know what it's called, but it's the, oh, there's, in the ramen museum, they have different ramen sh- uh, shops there that are... Um, they serve ramen from different areas of Japan. So you'll get one from Hokkaido, you'll get one from like Tokyo, you'll get one from Okinawa. The one that we tried from Okinawa was just amazing. Damn. Yeah. Was it like pork broth? And- it was it was pork broth and like they had I don't know what the black stuff was, but it was it was just great. It was <laughs> Yeah. I mean we we tried a lot of things in Japan. A, a lot of sushi, we tried a lot of yakitori. We tried a lot of stuff, but I think that one was the most exceptional of them all. And, like, service, like, bar none. That place is amazing. What else do we need to know going into Japan? If you ever, Okay, if you want to go see some really cool stuff in Japan, like, um, for, ex- for example, like the Studio Ghibli Museum, right? The Studio Ghibli Museum um, gets sold out all the time. And um, what you should do is make sure that you buy... I think the rule online is if you go and buy it, do it two months in advance. So if you're going to try and buy um, one for your trip in October, buy it in, like, July. 
we didn't know that. We we decided to do it like in August, and we're like, oh crap, we can't go. Um, but if you're if you're diligent enough, go online and you can find things like on the Lawson's website. Lawson's is their convenience store. Mm-hmm. You can buy the tickets there, um, maybe like a month in advance, maybe a week in advance. But if you're diligent enough, like searching the internet, you can find stuff that you need. But I would say if you're gonna go to any like attractions, buy them in advance, months in advance. Months. Months in advance. Right. So you can't just walk up and be like, oh, I want two tickets to no. do this. No, you can't because it, like, it gets no! reserved. Yeah. Um, their, their museums don't get packed to what you think. Like, like, a, like a, if it were like a Christmas story, it doesn't get that packed. Um, I think they do a good job of limiting the amount of people that go in based off uh, of the you know, reservation of tickets. Um, but definitely do that. For the Mori Museum, it's really popular, so you can go ahead and do that. For the Studio Ghibli Museum, definitely do that. Um, there's a lot of free stuff there. So if you want to go see um, any of the temples, it's all free. Um, what's really cool or what's really fun is doing all the, like, fortunes and doing all the, like, um, the temple stuff. So, like, washing your hands or whatever and then doing the whole, like, um, little ladle thing. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Those are all really cool things to do in Japan that are specifically Japanese. Like, I, I don't know of anywhere else to find that type of experience. It's like a ceremonial type yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's like, like a, it's, like, it's like if you go to church and you touch the holy water and do the cross. It's uh, kind of like that. You know, you're pur- purifying yourself for the temple. Yeah. So, and, yeah. no, go ahead. No, go for, it. go for it. How was Disney, Tokyo Disney? Tokyo Disney. Okay, so um, we went to Disney Sea, which is like their uh, California adventure, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I think so. so yeah. Because um, we opted not to go to Disneyland because we felt like it's just a copy of Disneyland, just with Japanese it people. It is, a, yeah. It's yeah. Copy. So we went to Disney Sea, and Disney Sea um, is nuts. How Disney, much was the ticket? About 70 bucks per person. Per person. So about 7,000 yen. Per person, um, the robot restaurant in Shinjuku is seventy five thousand. Uh, seventy five. I'm sorry, not seventy five thousand yen. Seventy five hundred yen for a ticket, right? Um, Disney Disney sees around seven thousand seven thousand yen. Okay, um, for the robot restaurant, it's the same price. So oh, you did the robot restaurant. We didn't. We didn't oh, because we did. because we were like, okay, what do we really want to see, right? Is, the we wanted to do Disney Sea more than we did wanted the robot restaurant. The robot restaurant is about the same price. So um Disney Sea is a trip. Um it's it's kind of it's broken off into like little I mean obviously it's broken off to areas. Um a lot of them are like here's America Town and here's a, There's uh, America Town. Well it it's like it's like a New England America. America like, Town. Yeah, yeah. Was it, there McDonald's and all that? And... No, 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 no. It wasn't like that. It was like um you know, like like far not Farmer John, like um, Long John Silver's. You know that that whole like like New England um, port like type thing. So it's got like a portish type. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, they have that area town. there. They have Agrabah. They have like this like 1920s America. Like um, interesting. Yeah, um, it's weird, dude. Um, a lot of so we went on like a Thursday, and I I don't know if schools were in or not, but like kids were there in their uniforms. Oh, yeah. That's like a thing. I, I didn't know that. That's so weird. Like, you see a group of people, like, wearing the same thing. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> okay. That's... Wait, we're like, were they on a field trip or they were just with their family? Um, No, they, I don't know if they were on a – I don't know if they were on a field trip or anything. But, like, because you'd see, I mean, like, five kids in a uniform. And you see five kids in another uniform. You see, like, four or five kids in another uniform. So, it's, like, not – I don't know if they're there on a field trip or anything or if they even do that. Because it's, like, the beginning of the year, September. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's – you know what? I don't know. I'll check on that. Um, but it's just it's just a trip because like I know that if if it was like here in the U.S. If we went to like Disneyland or whatever, we wouldn't be in our school uniforms there. Right. Yeah. Um. Everything like all the like food super cheap there. 
in really? in Disney Sea. Get out of here. Yeah. So like the beers were like four dollars, right? Instead of like twelve dollars over there. Fucking yeah. Adventure. Exactly. And then like all the little like um, we had a uh, it was a Tigger Tiger Tail, and it was like this this gyoza bun, right? It was like three dollars. What? Yeah. It was it was a do giant. They have churros. They do they do have churros. Okay. Weird though. They have like differently made churros. So it's in the shape of a churro, a, a typical churro that we'd know of. Um, but it, like the one that I tried, it was made out of sweet potato. So it was a sweet potato churro, but it tasted like a hamburger. It was fucking weird. Wait, but what? Yeah, it looked like a churro. It's made out of sweet potato, and then it also tasted like a hamburger, like heavy ketchup hamburger. Wait, so, so the churro the, tasted like a hamburger? Yeah, yeah. It, it looks exactly like a churro that we have here and is made out of sweet potato. It just tasted like a hamburger. For those of you who don't know what that clanging is in the background, we're actually recording this. We record all our podcasts in the gym, so you're always going to hear uh, weights in the background. That's just how we do things, bruh. But I'm still amazed by this churro. It <laughs> tastes like a hamburger. So anyways, there was a meal that I, before I interrupted, you were talking about this other food. It was like a tigger, tiger. Oh yeah, no, it was just, it was just a gyoza bun. So think, think of a, like a show pal, sure. but long. Okay. And then it looks like a tail. And, and it's just meat in there? No, it, it's, it's, <laughs> the outside is what you think a show pal is. And then the inside is what you think the inside of a show pal is. It's just shaped in like a little tiger tail. So it's like orange and white and orange and white. But it looks like a tail. Yeah, it's um, all like honest. All the food is themed to whatever thing is there. I mean, that's typically Disney. Disney, Disney. but yeah, I, all the stuff there is super affordable. Like, I think okay, I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions that you can have in Japan is that okay, everything is expensive. No, it's not. Really? Yeah. The um, Ichiran there, right, was like eight bucks for a bowl. Okay, that's typical for ramen. Right? right? I think in in New York, it's what, like 30 bucks a bowl? Oh, don't even get me started on that. Right? Exactly. So I went to the Ichiran in New York recently. And, yeah. I mean, it was fucking awesome. It was great. But yeah, it was uh, it was a pretty penny. Yeah. I think it was like uh, 700 yen for a bowl. And then like if you get like extra stuff, they just add it to it. And it was, it was super affordable. Like, food, that, like, if you go to the, I think we spent maybe, like, 10 bucks every time we went to a convenience store just because we got hell of food and I wanted to drink a lot. Um, so it was, it was really affordable. I, that's the biggest misconception. Um, and then, like, if you go to, like, their food stalls, it's, like, 100 yen for whatever they're serving. And 100 yen, like, it's, like, 100 yen to a dollar. Oh. Yeah. So, every, honestly, everything is really affordable. I mean, unless you're really doing, like, Oh, you're doing the omakase with this legendary like sushi chef? Like, yeah, that's gonna be yeah. Hero Jim's the sushi type. Yeah, of that's gonna be expensive. But if you're gonna go to like one of the stalls or one of the like um the restaurants that they have the holes in the walls or whatever, everything's gonna be super like cheap. That sounds so good. Yeah, so I mean, like there's nothing to worry about. Like oh, you you know they always say like when you travel to other countries like oh drink bottled water, you know da da da. I think I think okay for that type of nation, so like a first world nation, yeah, no, you're fine. You can drink anything there, or, like, you can drink the water there. Um, but, I mean, like, if you go to, like, a third-world nation or, like, a second-world nation, then, yeah, I think, okay, don't drink the water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious because there's people who are just curious about it. Like, oh, I mean, does it really matter? Like, street food in Japan. But I heard it's, like, really clean. Oh, yeah, super clean. Um, I think they just have, like, 
harder regulations on that stuff, like food stalls or whatever or anything else. So, I mean, they follow, like, rules to the T. So if you if you ever have any, like, mi- like not necessarily misconceptions, but, like, any, like, um, anxieties or worries about eating food stall- like stalls there, just let them go. Eat them there. It's so good. <laughs> if it was, okay, if it was, like, a food stall outside the airport in the Philippines, I'd be, yeah, you no, know, I'd be yeah, weirded out, no, you know. Good. Don't drink the water in the Philippines. Um, I mean, at least that's what my parents tell me. I mean, that's right. So I'm on the same boat. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> like, yeah, Japan, Japan's one of those places that, yeah, go for it. Be adventurous in Japan. It's, it's great. So going back to Disney sea, were there a lot of lines? How was the flow? Was it expected for a typical Disney park? It's a typical Disney park. Yeah. You know, um, if you go on prime time, um, you're going to have lines. Um, we, we wanted to, to try rides that weren't in America, so we we got the first one we got into was um, it was called Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, I heard about that. It was an hour and a half wait. Oh God! So we waited an hour and a half, and I had been bitching the entire day. <laughs> so we waited an hour and a half, right? And then we got on the we got on the train or whatever the the ride, right? And um, right as we got on the ride, as we pull away from the station. The ride breaks down. No! <laughs> so the ride broke down, and then we're like, what? And then, like, the, the workers there are speaking Japanese, so I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. And, you know, they, they asked us to, you know, get off the train, and then they'll walk us out. They gave us vouchers for whatever, um, you know, whatever line we wanted to cut in later on, and Dang. we're like, okay, fine. I was so mad. Um, so then we... Um, Dang. Yeah. I was so mad. And then, so then we were like going... We walked around some more, rode a different ride. Um, I think it was like Journey to the Center of the Earth. Um, and that was really cool. Um, but the other ride we are saw... The, are the rides in English or they're in Japan? They're in Japanese. So I think that the 20,000 Leagues ride, you're in a, sub, you're a submarine, right? And then your submarine gets attacked by this tentacle monster. Sure. Okay? Tentacle and like, monster in Japan. Yeah. No, that... Uh, it, it, you get attacked by a tentacle monster tentacle in Japan. Monster. There were two schoolgirls on our train, and I was like, <laughs> I'll show you the video later. <laughs> so, <bad. laughs> so we were on the, we were on this ride. Um, we were, I was mad that we didn't get on this ride after waiting for so long. And then they give us our passes. And then later on in the day, we see the ride is working. There are people on this ride. We're like, oh crap! Okay, let's go on this ride. We get on the ride. We bypass this hour and a half. This, I think it's like two hours at that point line, and we finally ride it. Um, it's really fun. This what is this ride? Again? Talking about, um, uh, the twenty thousand leagues. leagues under the sea. Is that the one we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was twenty thousand leagues. I'm gonna, you know, I might have switched them. Is that twenty thousand leagues journey to center that broke down? But one of them broke down. One of them has tentacles. One of them has tentacles. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure the sea ride has the tentacles. Yeah, the sea ride had the tentacles. It was, it was, that place is, is great. Um, production's great. Um, we, we, you know, it's weird. We rode um, the Indiana Jones ride there. Uh-huh. But to see Harrison Ford's face on the, the, the mannequin that for, uh, for Indiana Jones, but yeah. speaking Japanese, it's <laughs> weird. It's a trip. I mean, it's the same, it's the same ride. What like, was he saying? He was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, some, like something like that. Like, oh yeah. Why did it have to be snakes? But it was like you know, um, it's the same ride. Like the exact same. Like you get in the car and then you, you're you're riding around or whatever, and then um, he, he the ball comes down right, and then he's hanging there and he's speaking Japanese at you. It's weird, but it's the same. Ride. It's the same ride. Well, it's the same I mean, ride. It's I mean, just weird. So- 
It's oh, there was another ride we rode. It was uh, it's kind of like Spirits Within or something. It's like some spirit ride or whatever. But it, it's just a, like a like a looping roller coaster. And then I was sitting in the front, and then there's two Japanese schoolgirls sitting behind me and Amethyst. And then um, like this was towards the end of the day, and I was like, oh my god, this this ride's cool. And I said, fuck yes. I yell out, fuck yes. And then. Uh, a second later, you heard the little girl, behind, like the schoolgirl behind me, go "fuck yes" oh. in, in English, but it was like high pitched, and it was just <laughs> Disney's magical, guys. You're like, oh shit, it's magical. <laughs> I, I saw this thing like you don't know how much you cuss until you go to like a Disney park. Oh yeah, yeah, because I'm like, oh, what do you mean? And then it's like I, 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 I go to Disney all the time with my friends, with everyone. Everyone should know. Everyone knows that I'm a big Disney fan here too. And uh, it's just funny how like when I'm at one of the parks waiting in line, and it's like. Oh yeah, fuck! <laughs> like, I'm like, oh yeah, there's kids around me. Fuck! Oh, fuck! I'm so sorry. I I still remain that Disney's for like adults. It's not for kids. It's for adults. <laughs> I love that shit. Um, yeah. any any other things we should know about going going to Japan? A lot, especially for people a lot of first timers who just there's like I'm just seeing a big uptick of people who want to explore Asia, especially like. Going into Singapore and, and Shanghai now and Hong Kong and now going to, you know, Vietnam and going to to uh, Japan. Japan's like a big hot travel term right now. Like everyone's fucking going. Mm-hmm. So what are some last like top things people should be prepared for? What to do? Um, I think so. I really think that the Japan Rail Pass is such a really good um, tool in Japan. Like, if you were to go to Japan and stay there for, what, a week or two weeks, I think the Japan Rail Pass is such a, a big help, especially since, like, if you're going to be around Tokyo, um, you have... So when you buy the Japan Rail Pass, you have it for either seven days, 14 days, or 21 days, or however long you have it. Mm-hmm. Um, while you have it, you can get on the bullet train, so you can get from Tokyo to Kyoto and then to Hiroshima and then to Osaka or whatever. You can take that bullet train all the way there. Um I think the biggest help is that the Japan Rail Pass lets you ride a bunch of JR trains. So in Tokyo, a lot of the trains there that you'll be using are the JR trains. Some of them are like the subways, and you'll use your, your Suica card for that. But for the Japan Rail Pass, you pay two fifty per person, um, and then um, use it for seven days. So you can get on the bullet train as much as you want. You can get on the um, JR trains as much as you want. Oh, nice. Um, and think about it. Like, uh, train rides may be like... Depending on how far you go, it, it could range from 100 yen to about 500 yen. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're using it every day, you make up the 250 bucks easy. Oh, okay. Right? So get the Japan Rail Pass probably one of the – I think if you're going to go see other places other than Tokyo, the Japan Rail Pass is probably one of the best things to get. And it goes everywhere. It goes to a lot of places. Oh, okay. A lot of, like, main – yeah, main populated places, right? So if you want to go see Kyoto, you can go to Kyoto. If wow. you want to you wanna see Hiroshima, you go to Hiroshima. If you want to go to Osaka, which a lot of people do, you can go to Osaka. Wow. Yeah, okay. and I think it, it also lets you get on some boats. So. Oh, I'm down, down for a boat ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, like, I think that's one of the big things there. Um, definitely get that. Japan Rail Pass. Japan Rail Pass. Um, yeah. Also, I think one, one more tip is look up YouTubers. Um, if you, if you really don't know where to go, like, uh, like we didn't have anyone there that we knew. We didn't speak the language. We kind of just went and leapt for the, we just did it. Bought our tickets. Let's go. 
Um, I think a lot of help is like a lot of YouTubers. A lot of YouTubers definitely like break down the stuff that you need. It makes it a lot easier, makes you a lot more confident to go because you know, you have kind of a sense of what to do and when to do it. Um, a really good one is um, Life Where I'm From. If you go on YouTube, search Life Where I'm From. It's this dude with, the, with his kids. He's Canadian, but he lives in Japan. Oh, nice. So, and then there's, there's one episode where he's like, what do you do in your first hour in Japan? <laughs> Help me so much. But yeah, definitely look up look up the the Japanese YouTubers or like the the people who are in Japan who aren't Japanese but they have YouTube channels in Japan. Look those guys. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So they, he's what was it life where I am? Life where I'm from. Life where I'm from. Life where I'm from. Or there's another uh, another girl. Her name it's like her channel's internationally me. It's this Asian girl from Australia and she lives in Japan. But like it's definitely like oh yeah come at this time you know this is a secret hole in the wall come here really good food. Secret hole in the wall. <laughs> they have so many holes in the walls. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, you can go in, like, find really good yakitori, really good, like, boba. Not boba. I, don't, I never had any boba there, but. I don't think boba is a, is it a, I don't think it's a Japanese thing. It's, is it? it's Taiwanese. Taiwanese, right? Yeah. Taiwan. It's from there. Yeah. I don't think it, there's no. I think there were. I just didn't have any because I was like, we have boba in, in the States. I don't want to try this boba. Didn't you mention that there was, like, a lot of those, uh. Massage. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. It depends on where you go. Okay, uh-huh. so in in like, um, in Shibuya and in Shinjuku, there are Shinjuku is the the red light district, right? Oh shit. So we stayed in Shinjuku for like seven days, right? We did four days and we moved and then we came back. Um, we stayed there, and from our hotel to the Seven Eleven. Right? There's a bunch of massage places there. <laughs> so it's like 6 a.m. and I'm walking to get breakfast, right? I'm going to 7 Eleven. Yeah, because I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm stuck in that. I'm like 5 a.m. and they're like, massage? Massage? <laughs> Holy shit. And they dude. didn't speak English. They just know massage. And it's like, no, no. No, no, I'm, no. Yeah. No, so no. then, yeah. But from, from what I hear and what I've researched, that place has prostitutes. Very good. Yeah. yeah I saw a Philippine themed prostitution like shop it was weird you're like oh it was it was stairs going down to a basement nope. and then there was a philippine nope. flag right above the doorway and there was filipino girls like outside nope yeah. i've watched like movies like the hostel which <laughs> makes me stay away from all that shit. like i don't nope. nope yeah yeah but i mean it was fun just i i didn't have a massage <laughs> like how you like that. <laughs> uh just to be clear just to be clear i did not, I did not participate in any um, of those lewd acts oh um i think okay another tip i think really good is um their baggage delivery services so if, if you're gonna be if you're gonna stay in one place and then you're gonna move to a different hotel for like a different area yes. you can do this thing called it's like takyu bin or something like that um it's a baggage delivery service and most hotels will do it um you can have them send um your luggage to the next hotel that you're staying at that's so cool. So what we did was when we stayed in Shinjuku, um, the day before we were leaving, we packed up our stuff and then um, had them deliver it. So in, um, we didn't have our like baggage for like a day, right? So we had that we packed it up and like asked them to deliver it to our next hotel, and then you know walking around, getting on a train all the way to the next city, and then getting to the next hotel. All we had was our backpacks, and for our backpacks, we had like one day change of clothes just so that you know. Um, the following day after we delivered our baggage, like we could change and then we can make our way to our hotel, right? They, you have to give them like, at least like 24 hours for the, the luggage from when you deliver it to when you get to the hotel to get there. And um, so we did that. And all we did was, um, again, we had our backpack, one, one set of clothing, and then 
we rode the trains without dragging our, our big ass luggages nice. and everything else. Just we just rode the train. That's so perfect. Went to the next place. And all the hotels most of the hotels will do it. And um, Lawson's and seven elevens will do it. So you can go to Lawson's, you can go to seven eleven, which is everywhere, and then you know, ask them to deliver it. You just fill out a form and then it'll get to the next place. Um, and um, we sent two luggages and a total about thirty bucks. So that's hella nice. Yeah. No, honestly, if you have, if you have, if you have a uh, partner, girlfriend, wife, husband, or whatever, and they pack a lot, and they oh have big God. ass luggage. Oh my God. Probably would be your best friend in Japan. If you're going to be doing a lot of like moving to place to place. Um, it's such a big help. Yes. Um, yeah. Any last words? Any last words? Um, do just take the plunge. Just do, if you're, if you're planning to do Japan, yes, there's planning to be involved, but I mean like sometimes if you plan too much, then you get like um, anxiety or whatever, and then you don't do the trip. Just do the trip. Pull the trigger on it and just do it. That's true. Any <laughs> gyms there? It, there's a lot of gyms there, um, and I think you can like um, you do like day like passes or whatever. But I walk so much that I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not doing this." <laughs> <laughs> well um, then, yeah. And mo- most hotels have like uh, like some. It's like sports, like gym areas, so you can definitely utilize those. I think we were just so tired that we're yeah. like, oh, I don't want to do with it. No, I don't want to go there. Yeah. I mean, dude, twenty thousand steps a day. Yeah, that's pretty fucking. Twenty thousand steps a day. I gotta look at that up in miles. I'll put that in the show notes. Cool, cool. We'll put everything on the show notes. Uh, the the pictures of all the the passes and all the th- the guides that uh, Castillo used with him and his lady. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your next trip going into? Oh, um, the future. Next big trip. Next big trip. Well, um, to another country. To another country. The next big trip we're doing is Cuba. Cuba. Cuba um, with my family and um, Am's going too. So we're doing that. Yeah. We'll have you back on for Cuba. I'm excited <laughs> for that. I'm actually really interested. Well, that's in not Cuba. that's not until like that's not until like July or whatever. So we'll, but we'll see. have you back on in July. <laughs> maybe before that for other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> next stop, Cuba, guys. All right, this is Coach Austin with Castillo from Hyper Strength and Conditioning for the Nerd Out and Workout Podcast, where we nerd out, work out, and podcast and talk about random shit. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Till next time. <laughs>